You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Paint the Town Podcast, episode 81. How's it going, bro? Oh, man. Lots going on. Lots so much has on. happened in this past week. I mean... Let's <laughs> um, go in, in order of importance, kind of. The, the, um, first of all, today, um, you know, they, uh, they put uh, George Floyd to rest, you know? Um, Definitely. Rest in peace. Rest in power. And the protests are still going on. Um, so that, uh, you know, it's amazing how long, how long have they gone on now? What is that, two weeks? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think... Uh, this is a civil rights movement, dude. This is, you know, it's yeah. going to keep going until... You know what? The one thing I don't like is how... I don't like to label defund the police or dismantle whatever, like reform. Police mm-hmm. reform. It needs to be reformed. They need to, to like... It's, it is impossible to train a person to be a, a police officer these days. They got so many responsibilities, you know, you can't put that all on, on, on one job like that. I mean, I'd like to see the job description for a policeman. What exactly <laughs> are they responsible? No, seriously, what are they responsible yeah. for? They're, they're, they're responsible for so much. They got to get your dog if your dog runs away. They got to come and, uh, you know, counsel between neighbors, right? They got to... They gotta help old ladies cross the street. You know, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> right? It's just like they have a yeah, very. So you know, when people talk about, hey, let's defund the police department, what they mean is let's, you know, let's redefine their their job. You know, and you know, you know what though? Okay, so I I I saw. Although some people do mean get rid of them completely. You know, just abolish well, the police. Well, here's the interesting thing, man. I mean, um, uh, the interesting thing is that I I saw that Minnesota actually, um, they're like changing here let me just read the aclu basically they, they had something uh that they did that i that was kind of like really interesting to me okay so here's the headline minneapolis city council members have announced to disband the minneapolis police department and invest in community-led public safety okay so so like to me okay it was really interesting because like i was thinking just like like that too it's like how could you not have to have, have police you know you know what i mean but then I thought, I'm like, dude, wait. Rename it. If you rename it. Yeah, exactly. No, it's really interesting. But the thing is, like, maybe, like, the concept of police is basically just like, hey, we need to control this thing with a big gang. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, that's like, maybe that's like a medieval way of thinking. You no, know? Well, that's, that's why they have the um, equipment that they have. They have military equipment. They have, like, armor-piercing bullets. They got, like, you know, riot gear and everything. and um, you know, and they're using it on, on citizens and in, in the protests and everything. And that should be a special force dealing with that. That should not be police. Yeah, I, no, I, 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 get what, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like, it's, all, it's just there's like, you many, know, how, many, how you brand things, things right? Expected. There's just too many things expected of police. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, man. I think, um, I think like, uh, uh, you know, they have too many responsibilities. And right now, I, I'm surprised, like, y- you know, that it's still going on the protest, man. I don't see how it's going to stop until I guess the, the, the trial's ending, 
You, you know what I mean? Like these guys get convicted or something, right? Dude, I don't know. But I don't know become, anymore, man. I thought that after his memorial service yesterday, you know, maybe the burial today, that it would be somewhat, you know. But no, dude, it's they're they're still going. I mean, and, they're going in other countries. Rightfully so. Man. They're going yeah, in other, in other countries. countries. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know what I mean? And, I and think you know what, like, dude? Uh, I'd like to bring up our little uh, thing that we did, the the, the video. Um, oh, you know, luckily, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marty Miller, uh, Shampoo Life on Instagram, <clears throat> uh, hit me up. And she was like, hey, uh, our hair salon is, is boarded up. And uh, this is the size. You know, is there any way you could come down and, and do a, a George Floyd piece? And luckily, the timing worked out um, for the wife and kids and everything. And, um, you know, I got down there last night and got it done in about a little over three hours Okay. and sent you the time lapse and bro, you nailed it. Nailed it <laughs> with the music, the editing hey. and everything was awesome. So that's up on my, uh, on my feed now. And, yeah. I mean, um, check it out guys. If you haven't, um, I, I basically just, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I had, I had written that song. It was just a throw. I call them throwaways when you just practice like technical skills uh, yeah, I do that with art. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just like, it's kind of like, whatever. All right, I just released it quietly. I didn't even like announce it that I released it. You know what I mean? But then when I saw your video and then I was like, man, this would be like perfect for, uh, for it. So it kind of matched up. And then I edited, you know, the close up zoom into the teach piece at the end, man. You know what I mean? I felt ah, perfect. like just kind of like expressed like hammer at home. Just hammer at home. Look, yeah, this so, is what you got to do. You know, like you said, bro, I wish I had the answers, you know, I wish I had the solution. <laughs> for what is going to help with the, the police reform. But, you know, I'm, I don't know enough. Well, here, dude, I have an idea, actually. Uh, you know what? I'm oh, I like for, your idea. I I'm, like your idea. I'm going uh, to wait for our guests to come in because I want to talk about one more thing before, uh, you know, I, our guest is waiting at the door. She hasn't rung the doorbell yet. You, you know what I mean? But uh, Oh, basically. man, I love Ella. Ella Mella, dude. What, yeah, a, what a sweet exactly. lady. Exactly. It's going to be sweet, fun, you know. So before we get into something like I feel like it's going to be a, like a fun and lighthearted episode. Uh, Teach and I this is one of our Sorry, go ahead. Pin, man. Well, Teach and I basically uh, were like notified of like something really important that we want to kind of talk about to you guys, basically. And uh, I just want to first off thank the audience for your guys' support, man. Your guys' outpouring support of the situation that happened meant so much to us man so um we really feel like dude let's uh, tell them about it tell them about the yeah so okay for the, the people who aren't in the know uh, who are just listening to the podcast man so uh Actually, right now me, i was i was scrolling through my feed and i saw something with um on i was actually i saw it was on gregory Siff's feed and he had done a uh, podcast <clears throat> and i was like oh sweet this is awesome and um right before i scrolled past i saw their uh logo for the podcast and it said, paint the town. And I was like, wait, paint the town podcast? What? This is, wait a second. Holy cow. Has someone else been doing this the whole time we've been doing this? And so I switched over. It's actually called paint podcast on Instagram. It's paint podcast, I think. And so I, uh, I have mixed emotions on this. I have mixed emotions. I got to tell you that. Um, so I go over and I see that um, it's basically Avery and Don. Um, who's Alec Monopoly's brother. And, um, you know, he's been involved in the art business a long time. Um, and uh, he's, you know, he's got this podcast. And it actually, I guess it started on March 29th, and they're up to episode seven. So I put a little comment that said, uh, interesting name, have you seen the PTTP show? And that's all I said, because, you know, I, I want to hear 
what's their thoughts and everything. And, um, and he left us a reply. Um, uh, do you want to, I, I don't have it on me. Do you want to read that reply that he left? Let me see if I have it. Yeah. yeah. So basically, um, just word for word, read it word for word right quick. Paint the town podcast show. <clears throat> to be clear, I have used paint the town name for over a decade. I first developed the non-scripted TV show paint the town for MTV. That was a street art competition, but sadly it never aired and have been working on my memoir titled Paint the Town for the past three years. I literally can show you documents that are a decade old with this name. I had no idea about your show until you tagged me just now and I apologize for any confusion, but I think that we can both, I believe, no, but we can both use variations of the name and exist independently, be well. Can I express my opinion real quick? Yes, you first. That's basically a uh, sorry, not sorry, and I'm not going to do anything about it, and uh, fuck you to me. Okay. That's I can how get I... that. Yeah, I can <laughs> totally get that. And I think when we first talked about it, um, actually, I think I maybe had a, had a drink or so, and I think maybe you'd had a drink or so, and we were getting like a little bit worked up. And I, you know, it, it seems to me it's that, that, that classic kind of, um, you know, privileged entitlement thing, um, which I kind of understand because with a name like Avery Andon, um, AA, I mean, that dude's used to going first all the time, you know? I mean, they usually run things by the alphabet, so he gets to go first. So he's used to getting the, the privilege. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just having fun there. Um, but uh, when it comes to the name, I, I wanted to reserve my – I didn't want to put anything up or anything like that because I wanted to try to come with a solution instead of just bitching about this. And so my solution is, um, I mean, it seems like – if it was proper justice that, I mean, we've done 80, there's 81, episode 81, and he, um, he has seven episodes. So you would hope that the name of this podcast would stay with whoever's done, you know, started it and whatever. And so I've tried to figure out alternate names for his podcast. And I mean, he's got a, you know, his thing is art life. And dude, if, with, something in the name of our, our life podcast, or how about this? How about this? No one's going to have this. Okay. Avery Anden's art life podcast. Ooh, that's a I nice mean, name too. That's like a dude, nice name. <laughs> that's he's going to, and he's going to win again with the, you know, the, um, the search engine, you know, triple a. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me extend out another offer because we have a trademark and uh, um, you know, I have to send a cease and desist letter and if it keeps on going forward, I mean, like I said, it's just like, what do I pay for the trademark for? Well, I, you know, I, here's I, the thing, dude. I got, I have a lot. Of, here's why I have mixed emotions. Because, I mean, to be an artist is hard. It's hard to be an artist as a career. To sell art and use that to help pay your bills and everything. One of the things that's harder is to be an art rep. <laughs> because a lot of times you got to hang out with these people longer than the artist does. And a lot of people who can afford high-priced art they're eccentrics. Um, are eccentrics and sometimes they're boring as fuck. You don't like enjoy okay. hanging out with them, whatever. And so I like eccentrics. Dude, I have appreciation for all the efforts that he has done to, you know, to bring attention to artists. To do a podcast about artists is is an admirable thing. So I admire him and I appreciate it and I hope he keeps doing the podcast with artists because we need as much as we can get artists deserve more, you know, attention, more, um, you know, exposure. And 
he's helping to do that. So I, I hope he continues it. I just hope that he, and I mean, dude, well, every we'll Andon's art life podcast, come on. Exactly. You're just art life. But the thing is like, you know what? We can't really coexist. We can't really. With the same name. How do you yeah, coexist? Yeah, how does that work? Because when you Google, which check this out, when, when you Google, the first two pages of Google are all our fucking shows because we've done 81 <laughs> episodes. Okay, you know, and you know what, man? <clears throat> Check this out. This is the reason I'm pissed, okay? And, you know, I'm not really, like, an artist in the street art scene or a visual artist, man. So, like, to me, I, I, I really don't give a fuck what people think about me, dude, because I know I'm supporting <laughs> my boy teacher, okay? So I'm just saying, like, how I feel, <clears throat> first of all, is like, dude, man, you have, like, fucking Alec Monopoly as your brother. Goddamn, dude. Give us a little fucking break, man. We've kind of built something grassroots, and it's like, we, you know, what I mean, you didn't like how I kind of see it as like, dude, when I started LA Street Art Gallery, when I started Paint the Town podcast, when I started my fucking DJ shit shenanigans, I Googled, hey, I wonder if somebody has had that fucking name before. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it's just common fucking sense, man. Like, I'm just, you know what I mean? And, you know, I've had other ideas of things that somebody else had had the name. And then I was like, oh, shit, okay, I got to think of a different name. You know, you know what I mean? And that's just common fucking basic research, okay? And how I feel is like, dude, if you can't even do that, man, that's the type of fucking mentality you have, okay? Or secondly, uh, secondly, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yo, go ahead, go ahead. Secondly, this is how I feel, and I hope this is not the fucking case, but I'm gonna fucking put it out there. <clears throat> secondly, he probably could have searched Paint the Town podcast and saw, hey, yeah, this dude, uh, I know teacher, he doesn't have that many fucking, as, many, as much money and support as me. You, you know or what I mean? Followers. Then, or followers. And I can bury this motherfucker. Like, I hope it's not that, man. No, I, no, I really, really don't think it is. I think that what happened was, you know, like he said in the comment, he's had this name that he's used before, you know, for MTV, for whatever. So that's where the name came from for him. And to, I can understand how he would, you know, think that, oh, you know, I can just use this name without doing the research. He's used See, it before I, or whatever. But who knows how busy he is, how, you know, what, what he, look, man, whatever. we've been but doing yeah, this okay, for if three you years. Do seriously, if you want to be like serious and, and, and have your, have everything tightened up and everything, then yeah, you do your research, you, you check the name. We didn't yeah. start this shit because we were bored of, because of COVID quarantine, man. We've been doing this shit for three fucking years, man. You, you know what I mean? This is our third year. Yeah, we've this been doing this for a little yeah, over this two years. Is, exactly. You know, you know what I mean? Well, we, we're talking about planning it and everything like that. There's behind the scenes and everything too. You, you, know, you know what I mean? So how I kind of feel is just like, look, man, at the end of the day, are you his friend on fucking Instagram? I believe you are, right? So three years, this shit never fucking popped up in his feed that our show is called Paint the Town Podcast. To me, that's unacceptable, man. Fuck, dude, I'm fucking pissed right now. But anyways, dude, man, honestly, Avery, I don't know you, bro. Uh, to me, my enemies, my friend's enemy is my fucking enemy. So I hope you are not my, my friend's enemy, man. I hope you are a supporter. And basically, it's like, hey, I even extend you this offer, bro. Okay, we can change it and make it Paint the Town podcast or Paint the Town network and then change the name of your fucking show. And we'll even promote your shit on our feed, man. Okay, we just did. Yeah, we just, you know, I mean, I'll literally put your podcast on our feed because there's so yeah. many people that want podcast that are interested. Xvala had a pot, basically has his, his podcast, right? You know what I mean? And he yeah. had you on his show. Right. So mm -hmm. it's just like, do we have like a cool Joe Rogan network of really interesting people, man? You, you know, and I would love to just yeah. cross promote instead of yeah. like saying like we can exist independently. I don't want to exist independently, man. I want to fucking 
create a community, man. And if you're not in our community, then fuck you, dude. Okay. So I'm just saying. Anyways, I, you know, I, I yield my let's, time. Shit. Let's bring in Ella, dude. We need to mellow out. You know what I mean? We need to Ella Mella. We need to mellow out. I love the doorbell, man. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Welcome, Ella. Hello. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Uh, for joining us today, Ella. Um, Thank you for having me. Thank you. Where are you? Where are you right now? Are you in your studio? I live in West Adams. West Adams area. Oh, yeah. wow, that's nice, man. Nice houses. Like, uh, yeah, it's nice. So I, I, have, I have four other roommates, and we live in a big house together. So, yeah. So I live in West Adams and, and with, with my friends. And, it, I mean, it's great because I have a backyard. I kind of like every time I've lived in this. You have a backyard. Homes, we have a backyard, unheard of. Um, I mean, it's how big it's is it? Of, how big is your backyard? It's not where you want to be, but it's close to everywhere you want to be. That's how I describe Los <laughs> Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, no, it is. It is. It is pretty centrally located. Like you can get anywhere, um, 10, 15, 20 minutes or so. Of course, depending everything. on traffic. Everything. Where yeah. are you from so, originally, Ella? <laughs> You can probably tell, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not from LA. I'm I'm originally from Staten Island, New York. Ah, okay, yeah. dude. Well, real quick, you, you know what? You know how I knew you, you weren't from here. Well, first of all, I know, uh, just tell all, me what word it was. No, I'm no, actually, actually, it it's was. not. Um, it's not because of uh, <clears throat> the uh, your accent, because I I can't tell. You don't have a New York or Jersey accent, like. No, I don't think so. So much at all, basically. No, it's because you live yeah. in West Adams, and and. You, <laughs> You know what I mean? Because like anything south of the ten in that area is the hood. Yeah, like, you, you know I what have I mean? A little ratchet to look. <laughs> That's what so, you want to say. No, but I love it because you know what? It's cool because um, we, we always say it's like well. Like I said, it just depends on like what type of person you are, but that's it is a nice, convenient location to a, a lot of the things, you know what I mean? Because, you know, a lot of us who I, I come from uh, at West Covina, San Gabriel Valley area, that's like east of the 710, basically. I know you, right. you guys probably don't, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, who move here, they think that it's really, they need to be close to LA, LA Central, you know, and the West Side, basically. So that, that, that was just my observation. But no, I totally couldn't tell from your accent or anything. Don't worry. You're like, Oh, not at all. I have one. You'll notice. I, I thought you guys already noticed up until now. I you must have noticed at some point, but but yeah, I mean it's not yeah, it's not like a, a designation. Um it's not the destination uh, no one wants to really come here. Um ever, mm. actually. <laughs> yeah. Um never right. do they want to come here. But it's great. My rent is cheap. I live with my friends, I have a backyard, I have actually space to breathe. Um, and I was always paying so much more money to live in a, in a cigar box. Um, I was in K-Town for a little bit. I kind of jumped around a bit and. How long have you been in uh, California? I've been here four years. Yeah. Four awesome. years. Okay. So yeah. where were you when you first got out here? I was, um, I was in like mid Wilshire, mid city area. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Kind of yeah. near La Brea and Wilshire is where I started. Okay. You're like LACMA basically, right? Near LACMA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. Dude, when did, uh, when did you start getting involved with, um, well, let's, let's back up a little bit, okay? So you're, you're from the East Coast. Um, yeah, I'm from the East Coast. When did, uh, when did you notice that you had um, 
you know, artistic inclinations in your life? Like how young were you? Do you remember? I, that, I mean, it's been what I want to do and what I've always felt um, for, I mean, as long as I can remember. I, I've always been that way. I've always been doing this. Um, it's changed over time what I do. I started out actually doing oil paintings and doing realistic oil portraits. I mean, that feels like forever ago. Um, and I've definitely, I, I kind of had that, I reached that point in my life where I realized, okay, all of the art that I like is not the art that I make, right? And then you kind of oh, reach that wow. point of realization. You I, get this epiphany of just kind of like, I don't know, school kind of fails you. It fails your imagination, <laughs> right? So it tells you that, I mean, I mean, not to go straight to like school sucks, but <laughs> but it's not it's not for everyone it in the sense that right i mean it 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 kind of gives you this really singular look into this is how you be a good artist right and it's like can you draw exactly what this is from life and make it seem realistic can you copy and paste you're a great artist right yeah, and so that's... and you start so young right you're you're so young when you start taking art classes in school so you're super impressionable and and you're you're like, yes, that's what actually makes me a good artist. Can I draw things that are super realistic from life? Um, can I make it palpable, tangible? Can, can I make this look real, right? And then you're yeah. fed this narrative that that's what being a good artist is. And, you know, if you, if, you, if you go quietly into the night, into like doing that, into school, right? I mean, it, you, can, you can get as old as I did and think that that's what being a good artist is. And then I kind of just woke up and realized all the art that I liked, all of my favorite artists, everything that I enjoyed wasn't what I was making. And what I was making actually didn't give me any joy. It was just, it felt like a copy and paste job. So- Like an academic yeah. accomplishment, right? Yeah. And then, and then I realized like- I'm, Did you I'm go to art school at all? at all. Did you go to art school at all? No. That's awesome, wow. man. Okay. I love people who did not go to school because I personally, as a musician, I didn't go to music school. And people tell me that not going to school for your art actually is one of the best things <laughs> ever. Yeah, it, I, it totally can be real. because what you were just talking about, the, um, you know, the, the art school that I went to, they did not show us how to market ourselves um, or how to discover ourselves. Right. They just showed us how to do, this is how you draw figures. This is how you draw this. These are the colors you use with right. these colors. You know, and right. good luck out there. Totally, <laughs> totally. And that was the experience I had in high school and college. I actually started out as an art major and then I just stopped because I, I just felt, I felt very defiant constantly. I was never, I was never admired by my professors in college. Um, it was always just like, why can't you do the shit that we've assigned you? And it's like, I, I get, I get it, but I don't. Right. Cause I understand now in hindsight as an adult, like, okay, you need to learn these techniques in order to yeah. hone your craft at right. And become a better artist in what you want to do. I see that now when I was younger, I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. So I didn't have that kind of the perspective that I have now as an adult. Right. Um, but at the same time, it, it just breeds this cookie cutter, cookie cutter, cookie cutter. And I just, what, I didn't like that. I didn't like this, uh, ruthless tradition that was just part of the system of, okay, you go in, become artists, leave, become this type of artist. Right. And it didn't seem like there was a lot of flex there. So yeah. I, I had an independent study with a professor. He, 
definitely, I mean, like, he didn't really care for me very much because <laughs> I would just come in and feel like I want to do other things. Can I, and, and that was kind of never really encouraged. So I found myself, I dropped out of the art program. Yeah. I get it. You know what? I can relate to that because like, um, when I was a kid, uh, I hated my piano teacher. Okay. Like, you know, and then I quit piano, you know what I mean? And then because they always wanted me to play, you know, I'm sitting here listening to like so many different types of music, you know what I mean? And, you know, I have to play like uh, some classical, which I now I can appreciate a lot, actually. But at the time, it's like, hey, man, I wanted to, if, when I was learning guitar, you know, they wanted me to play classical guitar, you, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, I get it. It's like, sometimes it's like, you're not for that mold. And, you, you know, what I mean, I never w felt good in that like structured class I, I'm more of like I need to like run myself into the wall uh, like right. five times before like I, I realize like okay this isn't like the right thing to do you, you, right. know, you know what I mean so I think everybody's like such a different type of learner and I totally agree with you on that that like school is not for everybody man and I often tell people that like I mean I'm happy I went to like school and everything and it definitely helped uh, a lot of you know things but I think that uh it also hindered me quite a bit man so like uh, totally uh, totally you know what I mean cuz I, I felt it's like I was done It's only now actually that I wish that I stuck with it right because yeah. now I've I've learned so much just from learning from other people from doing it myself right from learning the hard way and now I see the value in having done all of those rudimentary steps of, okay, step one, step two, be Foundation an artist, step work. three, be an artist, right? Now I kind of wish I knew those techniques, right? So that I could now manipulate them in the way that I am, right? And, and take those things that I've learned and, and use them as something that I can use stylistically to improve and, and develop my own style, right? So now I'm kind of at the point, I mean, you well, understand, you have a style, I, mean, definitely. I used to dance, right? So it's like, I hated ballet at the time, but uh -huh. in hindsight, I understand why I was forced to take ballet. So now <laughs> I'm in that same position where I'm like, okay, I quit ballet and I quit doing art in school. That wasn't really good, but, but I'd rather go into, I'd rather take a class now, um, just randomly here and there with the skill set that I feel like I'm lacking yeah. or want to improve on having the experience that I have because I'll feel more indebted to it. I'll feel more like this will actually improve me, right? Versus you go blindly into it and you're just told these are all the things you need to know. This is exactly how you need to do it. This is what you will be. I didn't like that. I didn't yeah. like that personally. But I, but I don't want to deter anyone from taking that route because obviously in hindsight, I do see how valuable it was. Yeah. And I feel lucky that I've just gotten to work with so many other artists and learn hands-on and learn hands-on the things that I just wasn't ready for when I was 18 at the time in school. I believe, you know, well, Europeans, how they have a gap year. I mean, like, I don't know, maybe it's not for everybody, but I feel like, you know, you know, some people, um, I, like myself, I probably should have just taken on a gap year and just like fucked around, you, you know what I mean? Like, and not rush straight into- I 100% agree. <laughs> I can actually agree with that too. I went to art school straight out of high school and I did not have the appreciation that I would have that I would have had now. And I remember right. being at that art school, partying my ass off and <laughs> seeing um, some older people taking classes there. I'm straight out of high school and some of these people are like in their 40s. And I'm, you know, but I'm watching how much they're getting out of the class through my purple haze and alcohol 
glitteriness. Totally. And I just, Florida, one thing right. I remember is, man, they got a lot more out of those classes than I did. Right. I right. wish I would have taken some time off, gotten all my craziness out of my system, maybe done some traveling in Europe or something like that. Right. And broaden my palette so that when I was given all this information, I had more to draw from than just coming straight out of Hickville, Destin, Florida, you know, totally. Redneck Riviera. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Hell no, I'm going this evening. This morning. You know, like hundred percent. That's where I feel like I'm at now. Because mm. uh, yeah, I just feel like I was not receptive to learning the things that I was yeah. told I needed to learn at the time. Now through my own experience, right? I understand that there's so much for me to still learn, right? And so much for me to still learn that's rooted in tradition, right? I mean, there's a reason why those methods have survived the test of time. And so I'm extremely eager, in fact, now, right? To kind of go back in time, learn those things and pull those back into the future, pull that back into my bed of experience and kind of sleep with it. And so that, that's where I'm at now. I would love to kind of learn and, and whether that's in school, whether that's from someone else, whether that's from watching, like, however that is, I, I'm not even rooted to it being from school, but I am, I do feel like as humans, we're, if you think you're not constantly a learner here, you are. I mean, if you think that you're done learning, I feel bad for you. There's just so much <laughs> that you can continue to learn and absorb all the time. And so for me, that's where I'm at is that I'm, I'm definitely trying to actually go backwards and learn the basics that I, that I neglected because I was, I just wanted to make what I wanted to make, but I don't regret any of that because I had to do all the things that I had to do. Yeah. Uh, it and helps make you who you are and, and how you're going to present what you do. And, and once you get all the knowledge and, you know, it's like you said, it's, um, a lot of kids coming out of high school feel like they got to go to art school or get a degree or something like that. My bachelor's degree of fine arts didn't ever do shit for me. Right. Um, right. The best thing you can do is hang out with other artists that know other techniques and do workshops and stuff. You know, sometimes Definitely. you'll see a workshop Definitely. by a famous artist or something like that. They're nice enough to give their time and go down to a community senator or something like that. That, like you said, that's the, that's the thing to do. That's the most valuable thing. I mean, for me, kind of the first eye opener, the step outside my own box was I worked as an art studio assistant for Greg Auerbach. And oh, we love Greg, man. Greg's my, you know, Greg, that guy. yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So I was Greg's assistant for a year and that taught me so much. And I enjoyed oh, yeah. that because that is the way that I learn. I learned from doing and watching. And so I would go into the studio. It would be like, I need you to build this. I need you to do this. This is how I do this. This is how you're going to do this to do it. And that is how I learn. And I kind of envy, I mean, I feel like tattooing maybe is one of the last kind of artistic uh, disciplines where they've actually preserved that like hand to hand, I teach you, you're the apprentice kind apprentice, of situation. Yeah. That's how I learn. I mean, I learned so yeah. much from Greg. Yeah, and and that's kind of dead a little bit. I mean, yeah, yeah, you, it, it's it, really it uncommon, and I feel lucky to have had that experience because I learned so much from that. Even though I was hired by him, even though I was helping him, I I would have done it for free. I will do it for free now. 
it's just that's invaluable you can't yes. you'll never get that from anywhere else other than no school you can't get that from no school. school you can't learn that yeah. from somebody it's so funny because that's what people make you feel like school is gonna do though right it's gonna right. you're gonna like go in there and you're gonna learn from a professor who knows a lot of you stuff you will learn right you'll <laughs> learn the basics you'll learn theory you know? that's good but if you want to get some some real life things that are um gonna help you in today's world and, and developing today, then, you know, nothing is going to help you better than going to a successful artist studio and hanging out. If it, working with them, whatever, you're going to, you're going to learn a lot more than you're going to learn in any school. A hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree. I a hundred percent agree. And so I don't have, I don't have any regrets for not having pursued an art degree personally, because I do think that the experience that I've inherited from moving to LA and viciously pursuing this. I do think that that's been invaluable. I would have never learned that in school. And you can always go back to school. You can always take a class. Yes. You can always take a workshop, yes. but you can never do what I've done. You can never do what other people have done just by moving into the madness, moving into where it's happening. That's, that's what I think that's all of it. It's who you meet and when you meet them and if you're ready to work and that's it. And if you can do it, I mean, I don't need an art degree to prove that I can do oil portraits or prove that I can do anything sure. that is in the photo. It's like, this is what I made. So yeah. You know what right? I tell people when I, when I do a commission painting for someone, like I used to do uh, photorealistic um, acrylic and oil um, portraits and uh, dogs and all that stuff. And man, you know what, whenever I was done with a piece and sent it off to somebody, they don't give a fuck what kind of degree I got. It depends <laughs> on if they like that painting or not. Right. You know? yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And it has nothing to do with that in the end. It has nothing to do with that. And <laughs> I think for so many people, they find, I mean, for me specifically, because I, I started this like avocado series and then. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about it. That's what we want to get into next. Well, listen, I, I want to ask you. Pieces, wait a second. Can I ask you the question? On the street. Yeah, go ahead. I don't want to move past this point because this is like important to me and it's right, so right. awesome seeing like, because, you know, I didn't go to music school. Okay. And a lot right, of times right. I get intimidated by people who went to school and they know like a bunch of shit. Okay. I'm just wondering, like, <clears throat> because you have like such a, Hey man, I don't regret it. I'm just saying, I don't nowadays now, because I've already kind of achieved that. Okay. I know my productions are on a uh, professional level, so I'm not, I don't feel insecure about it anymore, right. but you know what I mean? But did you guys have even teach did you from somebody who has a master's in fine arts, you know, I mean, do you, did you ever feel like, Oh no, I have a bachelor's degree. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying that if, <laughs> were you ever intimidated by somebody who maybe had a master's in fine art, you know, you know what I mean? Like, of course, I still, yeah. am. I still am. I mean, I look at people like, for like Richard Oliver, who's just, I mean, mind blowing and mind blowing talent. And I met him through Greg. He is incredible. Right. And, and, the technique that he brings to the table is technique that I could never try to fabricate on a whim or three whims. It, I mean, it would take, I have to literally pay for his Patreon to understand what the fuck happened. So, so, awesome. right. So there's moments like that where I look at the oil paintings I do that are based solely on intuition. And I, and I look at them and I'm like, okay, I, I stand by this. I'm proud of this. I love this, but there's so much room for improvement that I don't even have the framework to even conceive or understand fully, right? Because I just don't even have that knowledge. It's just not, I don't know, right? I'm just doing based on what I see and feel and what I think is right. But that's not necessarily right. All things aren't just intuitive. If things were yeah. that easy, everybody would do them, right? So yep. I do see this kind of 
gray area, maybe a void, whatever you would want to call it, where things, I could be way better than I am if I had that knowledge. Um, yeah, so definitely. What about you, Teach? I mean, before we move yeah, on to, totally. to the avocado series, because I feel like that's, you know, I, I, I think it's so awesome that you haven't been to art school and you developed such a nice style. But anyways, Teach, I mean, for you, have you ever been intimidated by somebody who has more schooling than you in art? I mean, because- Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and envious, you know, that they have um, that much more knowledge, you know, two years of schooling um, to maybe no different ways of looking at things or, um, you know, who knows what you're going to learn in that next two years of being a, a master artist. Um, yeah. And so that alone, just the thought of that is enough, enough to intimidate someone like me with the kind of head that I have. Um, <laughs> you know, and then when you see some of the work that's out there, you know, you just go, ha, I can never do that. You know, I'm just, you see a piece and then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put my brushes away and go learn another medium. <laughs> I'm just going to quit right never now. Never do as good as that, <laughs> you know? And that's like the worst thing you can do. That is this, it's not, you know, it's easy to say, but it, you know, I think a lot of people go through that uh, thought process. You know, they're an artist, yeah. you see something, you go, wow, man, I could never do that good. I should be doing something else, you know? Well, you know what? It comes down to what your means are with your artwork. Okay. If you're doing artwork to, to make money and, and, and have a career and stuff like that, and you get intimidated like that by other people's work, that's not good. You know, <laughs> now, if you want to do artwork to, uh, as therapy to help you feel better and everything, yeah, not a problem at all, man, go for it. You know, try this, try that, you know, you don't have to worry about whether someone's going to buy it or not you know, and feeling horrible about it not being sold, you know, and feeling like, oh my God, what do I need to do in order for people to want to buy my stuff? That's completely different than, oh man, I love how I can, you know, sometimes it's about the process. Yeah. You know, uh, I've seen amazing works done with um, sand on, on, a, on a piece of glass or something like that. And they do, you know, amazing drawing or whatever. And then when they're done, they just go, and it's gone. You know, <laughs> and I'm thinking, it's oh, interesting man, you because made, you could have made prints of that and sold them or whatever. And it's like, well, no, dude, no. I'm a you're not that artist. Okay. You're not <clears throat> that artist. The artist has their own means. They have their own. That's like an exercise for them. You know, and you know, what? that's how you stay sharp as an artist. You know, you, you keep doing things to keep your mind exercised and using all your abilities that you've learned. And that's one of the advantages that us artists have over other people in getting old. You know, if you're not an artist, you got to like read little um, crossword puzzles and do like these mind games to help your mind from going, you know. That's true. Like drawing up and, you know, dementia. Whereas for artists, all we got to do, man, is just sit there and keep drawing, man. You know, and trying different things with our artwork. But and the self-loathing though, man. Or even more. That is, that is more action than, you know, all that reading and everything. So it can be a very good thing. You know what? Yeah, no. I think it's like, it's the same. I mean, in the same way that I can sit here and wish that I had an art degree, I actually think that people who have degrees kind of wish they were also in my shoes, like had more yeah. just real life experience, exactly. right? Because they have to kind of undo the structure, right? To yep. find themselves. 100%. And I have to get the structure to better myself. Like it's, it's on both sides, I think. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you know what, though? 
one thing I know that most artists do is try to uh, define and find their own style. And definitely that's what I love about your art, man. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, where did you all this? Okay. So you've done some pieces <laughs> in the street, right? Yeah. I, I love your pieces okay. in the street. Cause they're, cause basically what you, you know, they're always so, uh, I like to. Very clever. Like, wits. Got some, <laughs> you know what awesome I mean? Wits, man. I like to write. I like to write. And so I'm so, just going to pull up. In school, you can't mix image and you can't mix image and text, right? Um, yeah. So this yeah, is right like, here. What are you doing? You don't we're understand doing a, we're doing a segment and background. Right now we call check your feed. Okay. Call, we're going to call this segment check your feed. Um, and this basically we're just going to go through your feed and check out some of your work. Um, yeah. And uh, right now, for for those of you who are just listening, we're looking at uh, one of her pieces that are is on a sofa, and the sofa is sitting just off the side of the sidewalk along the side of the street you see cars in the background and everything and this hope has seen some action um but um it, uh, <laughs> she wrote she wrote on there you were once so fucking special but it's spelled sofa uh, apostrophe king special <laughs> ella i'm a sucker for puns man so like i, I dig that you, you know what i mean because like and she has a few of these too i'm gonna try to pull them up uh while you guys talk but I mean, what inspired you to start getting up in the street? Exactly. I kind of loved the idea of just putting in front of people. I mean, again, this is coming from a person. I don't, I don't really have the training that a lot of people have and that, you know, the training that I feel separates them from me, right? But I, I just genuinely have a lot to say. Um, <laughs> And, and I genuinely do. I mean, most of the things I make, I, I try to leave you with something to think about or something to laugh about. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. And so, you know, these are all based on things that I feel. And I just feel like the trash series kind of started with people treat people like trash. So it's kind of funny when it's on trash. Um, and that's where it really started. Right. And, and it's, yeah. And so I was kind of playing with that idea of trash being trashy. Right. And yeah, and it and it becomes kind of funny, or at least it is to me, right? And you oh, think it about it, and it's like this is how people treat each other, though, right? Like trash, like we're on the street, kick them to the curb kind of vibe, right? Just like ratchet, ruthless. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> so that's kind of where that started. And I just pulled just up, so the, and then I just kept going are, with it because I, I like leaving people with that with that thought in a in a big way. It's so funny, man. Go, Go ahead, ahead, Steve. Okay, it's like I said. I, I, whenever I see these, I'm always just like slick. That that's like the the thing that pops <laughs> in my mind. You know what I mean? So she, you know, in LA, we see it all the time. There's like some like mattress on the side of the curb. You know, you know what I mean? That like you know, uh, you know, some uh, people sleep on probably or whatever. You know, but they usually look horrible. And this one says, "I can't believe you slept with me and kicked me to the curb, LA." <laughs> 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 yeah I, I pulled up a few other ones because this is like your i, I love it that you call the trash series like to me it's yeah. just like perfect it's, so, it's perfect you know and this one okay here there's a lot of fridges all the way uh you know if you, <laughs> this, this one says i know i was cold but did you have to take me apart you know what i mean <laughs> this one says yeah. it's another fridge it says i'm done opening up to you 
when you don't know what you want, basically. This one's a little bit more serious, <laughs> I guess. But it's kind of like also when you open up the fridge, right? You don't know what the fuck. Right. I do this shit all the time, man. Sometimes I get stoned and I'm just like, <laughs> let me look at the fridge. Like, there's something entertaining in there, you know? <laughs> I feel nope. like. You didn't I mean that was. It up. I mean that was really a piece for every woman ever. Every woman ever has felt like that, and so yeah, and so that's just kind of my way of getting it out there and front facing it. I'm, I'm not. I I love. Um, I play guitar, but I'm not. What is that? It's a teacher's dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna have to. Okay. So, so. I don't know what she was. You're talking about like, this is a, a piece for women, basically. I'm done opening up to you when you don't know what you want, basically, right? right. Every woman ever has felt like that. And totally. Ever. Every woman ever has felt like that at some point in her life. And that was kind of just my way of externalizing it and getting it out and just walking away. I, I can't even tell you the relief I feel. And just the, <laughs> it, it feels like a mic drop moment for me every single time I do it. And I love that. And I've even, in fact, I mean, all of those pieces there, I always do them around where I live. And so I even went to a bar. I went to a bar by myself one night and I was just having a night, whatever. And I just needed a drink. And I was sitting down at the bar next to these people that I didn't even know. Mm. And it was kind of a local spot. So you wouldn't necessarily go to this bar if you didn't live there kind of thing, right? Mm. And so, yeah, so I just got, I just got talking to the people that were next to me. And they asked me, you know, what I do. I said, oh, I, you know, I like to do art, blah, blah, blah. We had a good night. We played pool. And then they asked me, you know, let's stay in touch since it's 2020. I thought they were going to ask me for my number, but they asked me for my Instagram because that's where we are in life right now. And so they asked <laughs> me for my Instagram handle. I was like, cool, we're going to be friends. Like, actually, right? They're going to ask me for my number, but they asked me for my Instagram handle. And then they got my handle and they were like, holy fuck, you're Ella right? Because they've been seeing my furniture and taking pictures of it. Like they didn't know, they thought I was a dude because they felt this is way too crude. This is too crude to be a woman. And I'm like, why? Why? This is just, this is what every woman feels like. This is all of that. And it yeah, but it's not a, it's not a girl thing to go out and, and to, write and on to track. make people look at it. Yeah, yeah. And to be like, you can't, you have to walk past this. You have to see this, right? And I try to obviously, I never would put something on the street that doesn't, that, that isn't positive or, or makes you feel inquisitive or introspective or wonder, right? Like kind of, we've all gone wrong. It's okay to make mistakes. I make a million mistakes. And, and so it's okay to do that, right? But, but it's nice to kind of ice break it in a way where it's like, all right, like nobody needs to feel shitty about themselves, right? Like you didn't know what you wanted. That's fine. But just know that you didn't know what you wanted. Just know that, right? Um, and learn from it learn from it and grow right and so Absolutely. that's kind of where all of that is rooted in is is just from dude take a look in the mirror right because i mean we don't do that really enough right i i, I think or some people do it people, too much right i mean <laughs> and it's not meant to be in a bad way it's just meant to be in a way of like we're all here to self-improve we're all here to constantly grow develop be better people for ourselves and for the people in our lives etc cetera, etc cetera, right and so that's kind of where all that started, right? And humor is basically the best lubricant for that because it, it lowers the bar. It makes you feel like, you know what, right? We can all laugh like about that. this. We've all done this. We've all done this. We've all, we've all been on the receiving and the giving end, right? And so had introducing those kind of harder topics, I guess, in a way that's just lighter and okay, 
everybody chill out and just right internalize it think about it move on grow better from it and and that's all we can really hope for yeah you know what personal favorite right here i had it up um earlier but we were just kind of scrolling through the images if you want to uh check out the video of this and you're just listening to audio go to youtube.com slash la stewart gallery we'll have it up but basically one of my personal favorites is you have the headboard people leave headboards all around it said uh, on the headboard you tagged say something don't leave my headboard you know what i mean it's like (laughs) (laughs) man you know whenever i you know it puts a smile on my face you know and real quick, I, I just, one of the things I wanted to bring up, it's cool because you said, um, you know, it's just in your face, basically. It's like you can't help but to, like, um, you know, notice it, basically, right? So it's like, you know, this reminded me of a, a quote that recently one of our previous guests had that I wanted to just share because I felt like it was such a nice quote. This is from Fish, actually. Fish is a, you know, graffiti writer. He basically said, graffiti has been underutilized by society as a whole. By promoting the illusion of ownership of property, we can censor the voices of the people. No, uh, a uh, truly unfiltered, uncensored media is dangerous. I like to remind you that in 50 years, when you're dead, the house that you're so proud of won't be yours. That car, all your clothes, and all your stuff will just end up in the trash. Everything is on loan. Express your radical ideas. Write them on walls. I was just like, (laughs) I love it because I love that. You you know, it's truly uncensored, man. And I think that. uh, you know, we're not going to talk too much about like all the negative things going on in the world. You know what I mean? But I feel like, you know, lately, you know, everything's been tagged up. And I feel like, you know, especially that one uh, uh, photo shoot with Trump right outside the White House when everything is like a third world country, you know, all tagged totally. up, man. Like, you know, pe- the people have spoken, man. <laughs> That's all. I totally. Mean. And I like, I mean, the reason why I love street art is because you don't have to pay for it to see it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I would have gone back to school. I would have taken classes. I would have taken classes, workshops, et cetera. I would have done all of those things, right? I mean, I would have improved in the areas where I feel like, okay, I'd like to learn more about portraiture. I'd like to learn more about et cetera, et cetera, right? But we put a price tag on all of those things, right? You can't just learn. You can't just learn. It yeah. comes at a price, right? And so why I love street art, why I love leaving people with something to think about just for free, right? Is because it's for free. You guys would just walk past that and see it. And I mean, I've done pieces and people have pulled over, like, I mean, I'm getting in my car driving away and then they're pulling over to like take a picture <laughs> with it, right? Almost crashed into me and kill me i've almost been killed doing that because of people seeing it go up and be like oh my god that's so funny i need to pull over right and um and but at the same time i mean not that i'm happy to have almost died like several times so far (laughs) but i am happy in the sense that it's available to everybody and i'm not saying that there's a price tag i'm not saying that there's there's an entrance fee i'm not i'm not putting any of that between right viewership and and art right and i'm not and i'm not even saying that my art is great but it's nice when things are just accessible i mean i just i wish that more was accessible and so that's why i really enjoy doing those things and then leaving the leaving them there because yeah, nothing it, feels i'm sorry it's available to everybody it's available to yeah. everybody it's a little boost in your day maybe it's not maybe you hate me. That, that's, that's fine too it makes you feel something so yeah. You know what? One day people are going to be pulling over trying to take those mattresses back home because they're going to be worth a lot of money, man. You have, <laughs> yeah, you have- but you know what? As an artist, nothing feels better. Nothing feels better than doing something like that and then seeing someone coming up and taking a picture. You know what I mean? That's something yeah, you don't get I, as a studio I, artist. You know, when you're doing studio art and you're in your studio and you've done something, yeah. whatever, you put it up on Instagram and everyone goes, oh, that's nice, you know, whatever. But when you're outside 
and you've done something, okay, and it's not on Instagram yet or anything like that, like the only way someone's going to be able to see that is if they're actually outside walking around and then they see it. Right. So to see someone actually come up and, and stop and take a picture, I mean, right. I, I love that whenever someone does that with my pieces, you know, it's just like, whoop. Right. It's, it's nice because you've, you've just brought a little bit of light into their day. I think, I mean, especially now with everything yeah. that's going on, right? I mean, everybody, even if, even if you get 30 minutes of laughter, 30 minutes of light, 30 minutes yeah. of just something that's joyous, right? It might be 30 seconds more than that person would have gotten that entire day, especially now. So I like to leave those things around because again, I mean, I, I feel like they're invaluable. I mean, I've been at points in my life where 60 seconds 90 seconds whatever it was of feeling good was as much good as i had that entire day and so if you can leave things around like that whether they're i mean light and laughter filled like mine are or just provocative for for thought for progression mm. for change right i mean anything that's forward moving anything that's reflective anything that makes you just find zen for a minute I mean, those are kind of that. I love that about it. So definitely, yeah. you know what? Whenever, let me tell you something. One of one of the things that makes me really happy is eating avocados, man. And it's gotten to the <laughs> point that whenever I actually eat an avocado, I, I'm saying I sometimes I think about your art, man. You know what I mean? Sometimes, <laughs> dude. Anytime I think about an avocado, I think about her. So where did that come from? Where did the yeah? Let, let's talk about that. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of bifold. Um, it's a double-edged sword for sure. So, I mean, my whole life, um, again, and, and I kind of never really connected with the institution of art, being taught art, right? I always felt like, okay, well, I'm being taught these things where I don't really see how they apply to what I want to create or say, right? So there was that. And I mean, I grew up loving Tim Burton. I And, and part of what I loved about him early on, I mean, outside from, from the fact that I was an emo girl at the time was just that you look at his stuff and you know that it's his right you know that it's his he's created a collection and a universe that you're like oh that's tim burton right and so that was kind of always on my hit list of things that i wanted to achieve is just to create a series or a collection that you look at it and it's undeniably mine right mm -hmm. because i think that you don't need to be the best artist in the world but you need to be you that's it you don't Man, need to be that's the a best great you quote be right you. there that's a great yeah. quote. That's it. That's it. And so your I Your authentic self. You, you know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, you know, my favorite cartoon. Your authenticity. Yeah. If you don't have that, you don't have anything. I don't care how good you can paint or whatever. There's a million people who can kick your ass in painting. It will never stop. You will never be the best. It's not about being the best. It's just about being unique. And so I started doing that when I first moved to LA. I mean, obviously, because I came here. And it seemed like, whoa, everybody's super obsessed with avocados. I mean, not that we're not in New Jersey and New York, but it was like, yo, y'all are like, for real, like super obsessed, right? And, but at the time too, I mean, for me personally, I kind of wanted to merge. I mean, I love, I love wit. I, I love writing, right? I love laughter. And, and I kind of wanted to merge that with something that, I don't know, made people stop to think like, what are you putting your body? Like, even if you're not thinking about that, it, it is a symbol for health. And so- yeah. At the time, I actually, like when I graduated college, I, right after I graduated college, I was diagnosed with cancer. And so, and then I went through chemotherapy and radiation and the whole bit, thought I was going to die, the whole situation. But after coming out of that, I mean, 
and and even before, I mean, I was shocked because I'm I'm a person that takes care of myself. I run, I sweat, I eat what veggies. Kind of I was a vegetarian. I have no priors. I mean, I was healthy. I mean, I I like a cocktail. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't, but <laughs> I had done nothing wrong. I was young, healthy. There was no reason for that to happen, right? But it was a moment where you realize it could happen to anybody, right? And you can always be doing better. You can always be eating better. You can always be caring for yourself more than you are, right? Just and for the so audience. at that point, I, I did a lot of research. I really dialed into what I was eating, how I was treating myself, how can I get better? Even if I feel like I'm better you know, than most of my friends or most of my family and I care more than most of them, I'm clearly, I still need to set the bar higher for myself, right? And so in thinking about food so much and intake and what I'm putting in my body and supplements and how I'm going to, how I'm going to rise out of that, I started drawing vegetables and fruit and then <laughs> writing jokes about them. And the first one I did was get that chip off your shoulder. And that was kind of my message to me to be like, let it go. And just, just let all of it go. I mean, don't hold any, any grudges, any animosity, any, anything, right? I mean, you you shouldn't right there's no reason to to be hateful or resentful towards the things that have happened to you right i mean you can't change what's already well, that's done. easier said than done isn't it now just so of the course, audience knows course. what uh what kind of cancer were you dealing with i had lymphoma lymphoma oh, oh my goodness okay. no and also wow. the reason i want to ask it's just because you know if you have the same type you can connect with ella man i'm she i mean She's such a bubbly personality, man. I'm sure, totally. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's something else. So I'm just, I like you guys can connect. I want to just bring up a few of your avocado posts. There's so many good ones, man. Like, I, I'm just trying to uh, uh, bring. Well, I can show you this right here. This is like one of my favorite <laughs> pens ever. Uh, you can see that it says back that pass up. Um, <laughs> avocados or a type of avocados in case you didn't know but um, I'm noticing a little bit of a ratchet pattern here because I see this one is <laughs> pop lock and guac it okay because so I mean like <laughs> I love it because you, you know what like I said that's my satin island side coming out for sure yeah <laughs> no, that's you know my what? I get down with West Adam's side that's it yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> You know what? I, I feel you, you worked with Angel City Brewery before. We, that's where we're going to have our um, sticker meetup, you know, originally, man. So uh, hopefully when we get out of all this COVID mess, man, we can, uh, uh, you know, have that party again, man. It seems like whenever we try to throw something, it gets canceled, basically. Uh, but, you know, like, know. <laughs> but, you know, we're working on it. We'll, and uh, when we get out of this mess, it'll be, uh, it'll be good. But um, yeah, let me just bring up some other ones real quick, because like, dude it's okay some of these are like just like it's real cute you know what i mean and it's like for example like this count guacula you know what i mean like <laughs> if you pull that up you know what i mean i'm like you know what i mean it just makes me happy man so it's, it's so cool to me that it's like one of these things that's kind of like like i said it's just you have such a distinct style already and then i can't believe you know you didn't go to art school and it's like you, I feel like maybe you went to school for marketing because, like, you have such good branding for sure. You, you know what I mean? But, I got a question for yeah. you. Um, have you uh, have you done had any um, anyone else that has, that does artwork of avocados that has uh, given you a hard time or gotten in touch with you or whatever? Yeah. So my best friend, his name's Jesse. I met him at an art show. Um, I met all of my like best friends now, I mean, that I met in California at the same art show. 
Mm. And one of them was like, holy shit, who are you? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you need to meet this guy, Jesse, right now, right? You need to meet him right now. And so he entered, and so then I walk over to the other side of the room, right? To where Jesse had his stuff hung up. And he's a fucking avocado artist. And I was like, what is happening? What is happening? Why? And, and it's crazy because he does it in a way that I don't. He's, he's actually a branch of avocado art that is so different from mine. Can and I so Instagram it's, it's how wild. Do you, how do it's you, wild. Um... And then we became best friends. So he's actually one of my best friends. We do so much together. I mean, we're going, we're going on a road trip together at the end of this week. He's, I mean, he's my ride or die. We do what's everything his, together. What's yeah. his uh, Instagram so I can just pull it up for the audience? It's Jesse JFR. Jesse with two S's, E? And an E, yeah, JFR. Okay. JFR. He does well, that's UFO awesome, avocados. That's awesome, because a lot of he times, anytime you have... You're right, he does do it differently. <laughs> it's so insane. I'm going to it pull it up real quick. <laughs> and then, uh, see, it's different, man. Oh. <laughs> you know, okay. I mean? distinctly different it's, and then uh here's some in the background too he has ninja god ninja Kados, he does, yeah. <laughs> wait so you guys never met each other and then all of a sudden you found another artist that it's like you're uh you're uh what do you call it man you, you know what i mean like i don't know I, I don't know if you use the word soulmate too you know what i mean but i believe in that kind of stuff man soulmate. Like, you can use that word yeah okay okay yeah yeah i don't want it to be too serious of connotation but you know what i mean it's like that's so crazy man that that's what like, i was gonna say it was like oh my god you found your soulmate man that's, and we're uh, we're are we <laughs> his favorite band is my favorite band so now i'm convinced that if you play their music backwards they're talking about avocados that's my like joke with him i'm like there's no way there's no way dude there's no way what band they're is that they're not talking about the jfk assassination they're talking about avocados like that's it there's no conspiracies. <laughs> it's just that <laughs> wait which band are you talking about just curious so we both grew up loving alkaline trio oh dude i love alkaline trio yeah um i'm gonna make like i know who that is um, it's fine. I, it's I just have this one song. I love the chorus. It goes, I've got a big fat fucking <laughs> bone to pick with you, my darling. That's them. <laughs> right? That's, that's them. them, right? Okay, okay. But if you play it backwards, they're talking about clocks. So. It's like, <laughs> this is the avocado recipe. <laughs> I love it. That you're, you're like, what kind of other music do you like? Because, you know, um, we always, we always kind of go back and forth because Teach is a street artist and, uh, you know, I'm a DJ, basic music producer. So, like, uh, I'm always curious, like, you know, especially for visual artists, a lot of them like listen to different types of music when they paint. So what's your go-to? Um, I mean, I, I feel like alkaline I've trio. matured a lot and, and grown. I mean, sure. I used to, I mean, I, again, I, I loved, I kind of grew up loving Tim Burton, loving these kind of yeah. darker artists, right? Because I was such an emo girl growing up, right? Which people don't assume, right? Because I, I, I started with this avocado series. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Taylor Swift, which by the way, I do, but... I wouldn't say that, right? That's kind of my primary source of inspo musically, but right? But if you look at the new ones that you have, the girl still looks very, t like, they look Tim Burton-ish, you, you know what I mean? And the, you've developed like a really, I'm just gonna pull up one of her um, most recent, do you have a name for this character? Um, let me just pull it up. I What's don't right now, actually. Hey there, cool right cats. It's a Carol her. Baskin reference, right? Basically from Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, 
there's still a Tim Burton-esque style. It's a little bit like, did you watch Dahlia when you were uh, back in the day? Everybody um, says that. Everybody <laughs> says that. I didn't watch it, though. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either, but um, it just it has a little bit of that flavor. You, you, Nickelodeon at the end of the day, um, you know, like some ah, real monsters kind of like stuff, you, you know totally. what I mean? That's, but yeah, what other bands did you like? So you said you matured in terms of your music taste, right? Yeah. So recently, I mean, I love LCD Sound System. Mm, and okay. I just... I love them. I love them. And yeah, I mean, but I used to be super just like, I look, I loved Alkaline Trio. I love Saves the Day. I kind of, I, those were probably my two, like sure. I could, Killers, I could listen to them into eternity. Yeah. That, that and, whole... and now, I mean, now I've expanded the universe and I, I, I mean, I still don't like country music. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not going to say I'm open to it because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I, I would like to get more into electronic, but Dude. I feel like I just can't, I, I feel like I'm still not there. I'm still not totally there. And yeah, so I like anything. I, I mean, I grew up playing guitar, even though I'm not good. I would never say I'm a, I'm a guitarist, but I, <laughs> I enjoy I, I play for myself sure. and myself only. Mm -hmm. I sing for myself and myself only. Like that will never be audible ever. <laughs> but I, but because of that, I enjoy anything with kind of, with an instrument still. I enjoy yeah. things with grit. I love the Menzingers. Um, I feel okay. like they've like nuanced kind of, I mean, some of these kind of like punk originating band, it's, it's just been done already. Right. It's like, okay, that happened, but how do you make it again? It's the same thing. Like anything It's the same thing, like art, street art, right? Like stencil, right. It's like, how do you make it different? How do you make it new? How do you make it you? Right. And I feel like they've kind of done that. They've, they've been able to take a genre that's kind of dead and make it something interesting and new again. And so right. I, I really like bands that are East able Coast to do man, that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, that's so, you know what? I, I'm with you, man. Um, just, you know, we don't have to talk about your personal stuff, but for me, I used to be a very, like, I like instruments, you, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. then uh, I'm actually, I produce electronic music and, you know, I love hip hop too. Right. But it's just like, you know what? I play guitar pretty much for myself. I'll jam with other people. But like, you know what? One day I tried ecstasy and I was just like, holy shit, this is the best music ever, electronic music. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just saying, like, you know what? Things happen, and then, like, uh, you know, you kind of, like, you know, you're, like, I love what you said. Your tastes mature. You, you, you know what I mean? So, like, right. um, you know, like I said, I always just, I, I appreciate all sorts of styles, and I can see that through your art, man. It's like, you know, you have a mixture of a lot of cool different types of things going on, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't say... I'm, I'm kind of not married to any one series or style, even, mm. because... That's good. I just feel like it's kind of it's kind of like that person that only likes the band's old stuff, right? And then once yeah. they evolve, they're like, fuck that band, right? And it's like <laughs> I I hate that. It's it's like so you just want this band to make the same record nine times. Like that's what you want. You're gonna hate that too. So you're gonna hate whatever happens. They're contrary. You know, I, no, you know what though? It's just like this is why I always say, man, and <laughs> you know, music. It's such like a personal experience. It's like who says to the who says to everybody I have crappy music taste. Everybody thinks they have good music taste. Okay, there's not a single person that says I like crappy music. Okay, so right. there's your there's your first fucking problem, man. You, you know what I mean? It's like if, totally. everybody can't have good music taste, right? So like so right. at the end of the day, um, I, you know, I, I've learned to just appreciate like all the genres, but like you know, people use music for different things, man. Like people use it for running. You know, some people just need. You know, some people. 
you know, use it as a background for the restaurant, man. Now, like, do, do you listen to music when you paint normally? Or like, what do you listen to? when you Constantly, constantly. Mm, okay. It just depends on my mood. And also because I guess I kind of have a lot of different series, a lot of things that I'm constantly exploring. Again, I don't, I don't like to not give myself the right to evolve. So I'm, I'm never going to be doing the same thing. I can promise that. Like, I'm always going to be trying to grow and learn more, right? And adapt. It's a true artist. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's like, I love, I love doing the avocados because it makes me personally LOL and I like doing that, but I'm always going to be doing other things besides that. And I might not be doing that forever. So, but I, I really enjoyed it up until this point. I continue to enjoy it. Once I don't enjoy it, I'm going to stop. But the things that I would listen to painting that versus other things mm. that really feel, right? I mean, super heart sourced and angsty and centered. Like, I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm more likely to listen to Ariana Grande or something when I'm painting an avocado. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I well, am. There's nothing I'm wrong not with that, lie. dude. I'm not going to lie. You, you know, right? she has great pop songs. But, if you like pop, like, you, you know what I mean? It's just like, it just depends on, like, what people like. But I can tell right. you have, you have right. punk rock flavor because of this piece right here, okay? It says, God save the green. You, you, you know what I mean? This is like, <laughs> this is like basically, you know, <laughs> Sex Pistols cover. You, you, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I love that, man. Like, yeah. I remember awesome. that your piece inside our um, 420 show, you had an avocado with a middle finger basically sticking yeah. out at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love, I mean, Amy Winehouse is probably one of my like favorites of all time, which I mean, I, I'm really sure that cool sounds story. like a cliche, but I mean, she's incredible. She's such a strong female, right? And and I think for me personally, I've, I've gone through so much at such an early young age and I kind of revel in being a strong female person. I mean, I, I want to be that. And so I, I try to create work that again is like thought provoking, um, is, is just kind of, I mean, when I'm in that zone, when I'm in that mode, right? When I'm creating pieces that are that of my female character, I'm, I haven't really pinned a name for her quite yet, but, but she's kind of like a bad bitch. I mean, she's kind of, she's meant to be, she's meant to be that, right? Yeah. And it looks yeah, like a bad bitch. I love it. Coming she's from your spirit that, animal. That Amy Winehouse kind of like really strong female lead, Lily Allen. I love um, just really like, I am undeniably, unapologetically myself um, from that source. I love that. And so, and, and especially having gone through so much. I would hope that I can create things um, and, and even be a line of support to people who, you know, are wondering if they can do whatever they want to, to, to do, right? I mean, I never, th I truly never thought I would be where I am right now. I definitely thought I would not even be alive today. And so if anybody's questioning, I mean, I, it's, it's always funny that I got into spray paint because it's so, um, it's such a carcinogen. So, and I'm not always, I mean, I try to be as good. I, I try to always wear like, a protectant um and, and i really need to be even better about it than i even am right um like truly 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 sure. and so it's kind of funny that i even got into that because it's like yo you should probably <laughs> never do that ever like ever you should probably just not ever do that until it's like until elon musk develops something that's i mean just foolproof like an I avatar like there's no risk involved ever <laughs> yeah but you know what if you have something to say if you have something to paint if like it's gonna be hard, like whatever it is. I mean, I've, I've gone through all of that and I, I kind of just, I kind of wanna just be here for anybody who needs it or I don't know, just to create imagery that, that 
feels more powerful or feels uplifting or feels like, again, like more on the brighter spectrum because it's easy to just lay in your sadness. Nobody needs to create more sad art. We're all sad enough. Like we all can <laughs> Amen that to that. We're all confident in being depressed. It's like not, we don't need help. Like, yeah. Dude, these are, these are like, can I ask you, how long have you been on this quote unquote, like artist journey that you've kind of like started this series? Uh, I mean, just saying like, cause we didn't, we didn't ask you like, oh yeah, well, you know, at the very beginning we asked you when you got into art, but like, were you always like an artist as a kid? You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. You know, because it was definitely like, yo. At any point, maybe you could just like. I mean, I did. I went to nursing school and I dropped out. Um, yeah. After I was yeah. sick, because I felt like, okay, this is. I need to literally give back in this way. This is how I'm gonna do it, right? And then I realized, like, I don't need to be a fucking martyr for this for my entire <laughs> life. And I can help people actually far better if I just help people authentically to myself, yeah. right? So I volunteer and I'm a volunteer for um, like newly diagnosed patients, right? And I, you know, we have conversations. I let them know like what the road is going to be ahead, right? Any questions that they have for somebody who's gone through it versus a doctor, right? Who doesn't necessarily tell you what you need to know, right? They kind of tell you uh, this like bedside manner. Clinical. The clinical. The clinical version. And I'll tell you what, like I went... I learned a lot of things the hard way that I wish someone told me. And so both through like that lens and through art, I, can't, I'm, I, I want to be a person that can tell you like, this is, listen, you might have a different reality than me. This has been my reality. If it can help you in any way, here's everything I know. Um, I, I just I feel that. like this, this, again, this kind of like tattoo tradition, like person to person, right? This really intimate personal thing that's kind of died now, right? Because we're all on Reddit. Yeah. We're all on wherever we are, right? On YouTube. Cyber world. That. Yeah. And I kind of, I, I found such value in learning from person to person, like hand to hand kind of learning. And so if I can do that for people like I, it, in both ways, right? And, and again, and that's kind of circled me back to, okay, I could have been a nurse. I, I, was, I was accepted into nursing school. I could have gone there, right? But like, why do I need to sacrifice who I authentically am to help? And it's like, no, you can help in other ways, right? You don't need to do that, right? I mean, if I was, an, uh, to be honest, like, I don't know if I would want me as a nurse. Like, I don't know. I like, <laughs> I, I, I did pass through it, but like, I don't know if I would have wanted me as a nurse. So yeah. everybody did luck out in the end. And I don't feel um, guilty or ashamed or, or or any of those things for not having gone through with it. I think that I'm on the exact path where I was born to be, where again, it's kind of oh, like, yeah. I always knew growing up, I was always drawing. I was always like, it was weird that for a minute, I was even thinking that I ought to do this a different way. Cause I've always been drawing. I've like, that's always been the thing. So yeah, I did have like two years where I thought maybe I should reorient myself and, and do things that are more essential, quote unquote, which is, you know, buzzword now but I didn't feel like art was essential I just felt like it's such a luxury and a privilege to be able to make art right I mean I was I was on the verge of life and death at that time so I just felt like wow kind of like f me for thinking that this was important right the only thing that's important is life itself and sustaining life itself and so I kind of thought I had to orient myself that way but you know after time I mean you know and some reflection I just realized that you there's not just one way to to improve and better people's lives it, it doesn't have to be the literal way it doesn't have to be that way definitely you know what's it's nope. really brave of you too because a lot of people 
they don't like to talk about their where, where their their failures or where they went wrong man you, you know what i mean and i think that's important for a lot of people to hear a lot of people think like oh this guy's successful he was fucking lucky this you, you know what i mean like they didn't have to go through anything it's like hey man I, that's what i love about this podcast i love about hearing hearing about people's like journey man uh to becoming themselves man the totally. authentic self you, you know what i mean i feel like dude through this like journey of this avocado thing like i'm <laughs> rolling through your feed and it's like you can see pre-avocado too you, you know what i mean and it's just like it's fun because it's like i see the style becoming oh. more and more you you know what i mean and right 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 it's like uh really cool man and i think like uh you're gonna go far with this because it's like it's so distinctive man um yeah I appreciate it, that. You know? <clears throat> so teach man i mean dude we've been over an hour basically I think, uh, uh, you know, is there anything else uh, you want to say to the audience, Ella, basically, or um, teach? Is there anything? Uh, how can they uh, get in touch with you to do, or what's the best way to get in touch with you to get commissions? So best way to get in touch with me, if you want to send me a DM, I answered them all. Um, I'm not one of those people <laughs> that, I don't know, I guess some people don't want that, but that's fine. You can send me a DM or you can send me an email at... Um, E-L-A at E-L-A-M-E-L-L-A dot com. So there's one L and Ella, two L's and Mella. One L, I like that. One L and Ella, two L's and Mella, basically. <laughs> Check out our Instagram, guys, man. And uh, you know what? We just want to really appreciate, against, again, the audience, man. You guys support us so much, man. Um, Shout out to the Patreons. Yeah, that's what I was going to do next, basically. You know, we have, we, don't, we have a Patreon page. We actually, uh, you know, we don't, we, we're going to do the show regardless, but we've been doing, it's our third year now doing this show. Um, and then uh, if you want to just, you know, there's a bunch of tiers from if you're a business down to an individual, if you want to support us in some little way, we have a lot of free extras that go along with it. So, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys support. You're going to learn about a whole bunch of different artists through our, uh, through our uh, podcast. And uh, again, thank you guys so much for um, supporting the, uh, the original paint the town podcast <laughs> anyway so um yeah guys so uh, one last thing leave us a review basically and uh um on our uh you know podcast page and uh, just let us know what you guys think of our podcast and uh ella uh, is there any your website and your instagram is there any other upcoming projects you have basically yeah so i mean right now i'm actually just going deep down the um deep down the tunnel of expanding the character that I've created, this this woman, right? So I have a commission, a, a big piece that I'm working on. I had some murals this summer that got canceled, thanks COVID, but we understand, right? Um, and so I will not be doing those, um, but I can promise that I'm just gonna keep developing when I can and um, and, and doing what, what I have at hand. So more on that for sure. Awesome, and you know, we do. I would love to invite you on again, man, because like you seem so cool, and like you know, we love talking to you, man. I feel like we could talk to you like <laughs> about two hours if we wanted to. But uh, next, we have a, a Filipino. <laughs> we have a, a Filipino. Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah, dude. Next, time, thank please, you, you so much. We want to invite you out when we have our sticker party. Please come by, um, and then definitely bring your avocado sticker because I know people will want that. Okay. Definitely. Awesome. Thank you so Perfect. much. All right, guys. Talk to the audience. Thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Take care. Peace. Peace.